0: john skillman and this is the sober dad podcast where we talk about raising kids and not glasses welcome to the sober dad podcast episode 14. today we're going to talk about expectations An expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. So when you are doing something and you are expecting, hence the name, a certain outcome or result... I want to cover some expectations of sobriety and also talk about how expectations can lead to resentments if you're not careful. So first, what to expect when you get sober? You hear the stories about people losing weight, people's mood improving, People just feeling like they can take on the world and everything is sunshine and rainbows and unicorns and stuff, but not everyone gets that right away. Not everyone gets that pink cloud. So when you... Go into sobriety with that expectation and you don't feel those things. You feel miserable or you start gaining weight because maybe you're eating more sugar to curb the cravings for alcohol or whatever you're using, whatever substance you used to use. If you go into it with that expectation that everything's going to be perfect and it's not, then when you get let down, you're emotionally raw and more able to be susceptible to temptation or a trigger or that first drink or whatever your thing is. So with expectations, one of the big things is comparison to other people. So like my sobriety thus far has been pretty easy as far as, like, things are going well, have been going well, but I have had some days that sucked, and quite recently, I had a couple... Days that were hard and those are the days when the cravings and you know your mind wanders and you start thinking about how great it would be to numb those feelings and not have to deal with it in the moment that could be future me's problem and that's when you need to really practice mindfulness and playing the tape forward about like what would happen if I decided to go drink and follow that to its conclusion. Cause not everyone is going to have a great day every single day. Eventually in your sobriety, you're going to hit some kind of roadblock, some kind of test, or something And with expectations, if there's people in your life, which I certainly hope there are people that you depend on and can reach out to if you are tempted or feeling a certain way, and the problem with people are they're not perfect, you will get let down at some point by someone, and that's where expectations come into play. If you expect someone to behave a certain way or do a certain thing and they don't, then that feeling of being let down can change your mood or, you know, even ruin your day. I know that I have expectations of people. I mean, a quick example is my kids. I expect my two older kids to clean up after themselves or at least make half an effort. And they often don't and so I should know not to have those expectations but they're still there so that's something I'm working on is to for one not have such an expectation but instead to teach them, tell them, remind them that they need to clean up after themselves when they're playing with toys or whatever it is and You know, it's little steps for now. I just gently remind them, hey, when you're done eating, your dishes go in the sink. You know, they don't have to wash them. I'll do that. But I expect the table to be clear when you're done eating and just constantly reminding them, basically letting them know what your expectation is, is half the battle, because there's a thing called covert contracts that Robert Glover talks about where basically you are having expectations without actually expressing what they are. So an easy example of this uh, in marriage or whatever is I do X for my wife and I expect Y in return. The obvious example is, hey, I gave you a foot rub. I get sex now. That's A covert contract if you don't tell your wife you're expecting that and then when your needs or expectations aren't met then you start building resentments and everyone in sobriety knows resentments are the fast track to relapse so in order to avoid resentments and failed expectations The first thing you should do, first thing I do, is tell the person what I expect from them. And if they are not capable of meeting that thing, then I don't expect it of them anymore. So, of my kids, I want them to clean up the Legos when they're done. To this day, I think maybe they've done it once without being asked, and they play with the Legos every day. So my initial expectation was when they play with the Legos, when they're done, put them away without being told or reminded. That never happens. So then I changed my expectation. Now I expect them to clean them up when I tell them to. And normally that is met. That expectation is met. But sometimes it takes a little poking and prodding because, you know, they're five and three, the two older ones. So they're not so keen on doing boring things, as my oldest would say. But in that same vein, they know that they now expect that if they don't clean up their Legos then they don't get what they want, be it um, an episode of a TV show or getting to watch a movie at night after dinner before bedtime, things like that, so you know expectations go both ways and you need to be consistent of what other people expect of you and if someone's expecting too much of you you need to communicate that as well because you don't want them building resentments towards you because if they have resentments their behavior towards you can change which can then cause you to have a resentment against them and like i said before resentments lead to relapse so Just make sure there's a lot of communication going on there. That's the common theme with expectations. You have to communicate your needs, and hopefully the people in your life will communicate their needs of you to you. Because if everyone's just quietly expecting everyone to do things, then no one's going to know what people want or need, and it's just not going to go well. And this communication is key in early sobriety, especially if people are placing expectations on you and you can't meet those at the time, or if you're, which is understandable and perfectly acceptable, if you're too wrapped up in your early sobriety, just trying not to take that first drink. You need to communicate with those people that, hey, I can't do that for you right now. I would love to do that, but I have this thing going on here, which would make it hard for me to do that. And compromises are another thing that are important. You can tell them, you know, I can't do that, but I could do this for you, or just. Make your needs known and know your limitations. This goes back to the you know episode two about I'm sober, so now what? Don't take on too much. You can't be everything for everyone all the time, especially in early sobriety. You're just still trying to figure out who you are without the tool of numbing your emotions and your feelings and whatever else that you used for. So you can't take on the world's problems, even though early on in my sobriety, I felt like I could with that pink cloud. I thought I was unstoppable. And when that cloud goes away and you come back down to earth, you realize that you're doing too much or taking on too much. And pacing yourself is important in order to avoid resentments due to failed expectations, I think that it is very important that you make it known when your expectation is not met. This all goes back to communication again. If you were expecting something of someone and they did not deliver, tell them and that will make them accountable and... If you tell them early, then there's not time for that resentment to fester and build. So the moral of the story is communication, communication, communication when it comes to expectations, and also to not set up too many expectations of anyone, especially you know when you're married don't heap all these expectations on your wife or husband or whatever it's not fair to them for you to expect them to be all these things and do all these things while you're trying to figure yourself out you're still gonna have to participate in the relationship and in life while trying to get sober it's just finding that happy balance where you can do both and I struggle with that still sometimes I get wrapped up in the podcast or helping other alcoholics or anything like that and I kind of forget that oh yeah I still have to do the husband thing and the dad thing so finding that balance and knowing that other people depend on you to do certain things. And yeah, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes all you want to do is get this thing done or talk to somebody and you still have responsibilities. And if you're not careful, that can lead to failed expectations on your part and resentments towards you from somebody else so just remember to be mindful of what other people expect of you and like I said before ask them like what can I do for you or what do you expect of me and that makes it easier for you to meet those expectations if you know what they want or need So in summary, communicate your wants and needs of other people and make sure that you know what they want and need from you so you can avoid being let down and avoid not meeting expectations. And most importantly, just to know what the expectations are, because if you don't know what they are, how are you supposed to meet them? Same goes for your partner or other people. If they don't know what you want or need from them, they're not going to do it as consistently. So communicate and be honest. Now we're going to go into the article for this week. It's from the Mining Journal, and it is sobriety court offers alternative to jail in Dixon County. So basically it says the Dixon County Sobriety Court is a collaborative effort of legal, medical, and community, educational, and social services that delivers comprehensive treatment and rehabilitative services for nonviolent alcohol slash drug offenders. The sobriety court consists of intensive supervision, drug testing, and monitoring, and various counseling components to achieve successful treatment outcomes. Sobriety court embraces the premise that addiction is a disease process that can be treated through an individualized approach that will provide a pathway to personal success and will reduce criminal behavior, said Kevin Fervat. Fryvault? Dixon Sobriety Court Coordinator. So, basically what this is, is a alternative to jail. So, they put you in an inpatient treatment, and upon discharge, you begin a outpatient program that typically lasts 18 months, it says. They receive some degree of leniency in the court system by successfully completing the program, and... Yeah, it just looks like they're trying to keep people out of jail that don't necessarily need to be in jail. So if it works, I mean, cool. That's awesome. You know, keeping people out of jail that don't necessarily need to be there. Um, lots of people don't actually get better in jail. There's plenty of ways to get contraband and alcohol in jail. So if this works for people, I, I'm for it. I mean, tr- why not, right? So that was from the Mining Journal, like I said. So I'll throw the link in the show notes. So that'll do it for the news article. The more I read about it, the I guess, kind of lost interest. So if you guys like this segment, let me know. If you don't like it, let me know. If you have a article that you think it's worth reading, then let me know. And you can send all those to SoberDadPodcast at gmail.com. Just wanted to take a quick moment to say happy Memorial Day to all you guys out there. Uh, If you have family members who served and are no longer with us, thank you. And I hope that you can take some time out of your Memorial Day to honor them and reminisce about them. And enjoy the long weekend. I think we're going to try to sneak up to my parents' house with all the kids in tow and go hang out on the lake for a while. So when you guys will be hearing this, I will be up at the lake. So hopefully the water is warm enough because my two oldest love the water and they will probably spend the whole weekend swimming around and boating and things. So Hope you guys got a lot of great plans and have some tasty food and preferably drug and alcohol free. And that's another thing about weekends like this. There will be temptations if you are attending barbecues, family events and what have you and just try to stay strong. you'll know, Use what you've learned in sobriety or if you're very new to sobriety and you just don't want to drink or use, it always helps to hold yourself accountable. Make yourself accountable to somebody else. Even if it's one person there, just tell them, hey, I quit drinking or I'm on a diet, whatever. If you need to tell a little white lie because you're not ready to say that you're an alcoholic or an addict or even if you're not and for whatever reason you listen to this podcast and you don't consider yourself one of those things and you're just trying to cut back or stop for a while, tell somebody your plan to not use so that they can back you up. And I've said this before, have a drink in your hand. People are far less likely to offer you a drink if you're holding a drink. So, Be it a bottle of water, uh, bubbly water, soda, you know, whatever your thing that's not alcohol and you'll be far less likely to be peer pressured. And as far as like other drugs and things go, there's not a lot of I don't have a lot of experience there. But if those things are present and you're new or new to sobriety or trying to quit, I might recommend not just not going. I mean, or if you are there and you're feeling the temptations, there's always – you can just leave. Just duck out and say somebody like, oh, you know, I, I just got to go or I'm not feeling well. Whatever you have to say to get out of there. People will forgive the little white lie if it means you're going to be staying sober in the long run. But I'm a big truth guy, so I will just – I would just tell them what's up, whoever the host of the party is or whatever. Just pull them aside and be like, hey, man, I'm trying to do this thing and I'm feeling really pressured right now or really whatever. And, you know, thanks for the invite. I got to go and just go and enjoy the rest of the weekend at home, sober or hook up with some other people that are like minded, go to a meeting or something even on the day of, I'm. I know for a fact my Monday night meeting is going to be going on. I won't be there, but I can zoom in or whatever. But at this current stage, my family up there where I'm going, I don't think anybody drinks anymore. I said it before on another podcast. My dad is just starting his sobriety journey, and I'm very proud of him. So. Maybe we'll even try to catch a meeting while we're up there on Monday night. Like, who knows? But the important thing is, if you feel tempted or anything, there are things you can do to get out of that. And I'm going to wrap this thing up now. So, as always, you can find me over on Twitter at Sober Dad Pod. We have the Facebook page, Sober Dad Podcast. And my email again is soberdadpodcast at com, and shoot me an email or leave a comment, follow the show on social media stuff. And as always, please, please share the show. It's been going very well so far. My usual every single morning AA group has a couple people in there that listen and it's really fun to get their uh, feedback and listen to them talk about it so shout out to the Daily Reflections group at 6am in Salem Oregon it's pretty cool so yeah that's all I got for today so I'm John Skillman and remember raise your kids and not glasses Sobriety court consists of intense, yeah, intensive.